Sun goes down on my side of town. That lonesome feeling comes to my door, and the whole world turns blue. As a rundown bar, I saw railroad tracks, got a table for two, way in the back. I said alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we keep it going. <laughs> I was going with it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I could get sucked in forever. I was carrying That's on. That's the problem. I didn't know we were stopping. It's a four minute song, we can't do all of it. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's News of the Week. This is the number one health, fitness, and comedy blended podcast in Sheffield. <laughs> it's definitely number one, right? Statistically speaking. <laughs> we're statistically number one, bro. We're number one in my heart, and that's all that matters. That's the only place that that's matters, all that matters. To, to me, at least. That was a nice song, what we were just playing. There. Wow, I and know. You what already showed me that song five minutes before for the first time. I know. I'm just trying to figure it out <laughs> Well, on. apparently it's the easiest song ever on guitar, so maybe I'll try and learn it one it day. It seemed quite simple. All right. It seemed quite yeah, simple. Okay. For, for people who are only listening, we, we're donning. <laughs> we are donning. Cow- we're cowboy donning. outfits. We are. Beautiful cowboy You're hats. You're looking handsome, sir, and yours. I've taken some photos of you. Oh, why, thank you, Without Doran. you knowing. <laughs> Ain't you just cute as a button? Well, listen here, little missy. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually your cowboy hat. Yeah, we've switched. And you're wearing mine? I, well, it's the black seems to suit you more, and the brown, the rustic, the rusted away look is more me faded, isn't it? <laughs> um, this is some real Heath Ledger style experience going down, isn't oh, it? Oh, shit. A, knight, a knight's tale type situation. Um, That's a handsome man right there. <laughs> he is a very handsome man, isn't he? You, you know the film A Knight's Tale. I, lo- I was discussing I, it with my friend just yesterday. It's one of my favourite films you ever. I, it? I, was, <laughs> I was referencing obviously more like Brookback Mountain style. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's cool too. <laughs> but Knight's Tale's a good film. Knight's Tale's just funny. Yeah. Night's Tale's just funny. Yeah. It is a good film. It used to be one of my I fell in love with Paul Bettany in A Night's Tale as well. What character Paul is Paul Bettany. Bettany? He plays Chaucer, who. Jeffrey Chaucer. Yes. And then he went on to voice Jarvis in the Marvel Universe and then play. What was his fucking name? Vision. So mm. I like him. Yeah. Oh, Vision as <coughs> the Wonder Vision. Oh, look at you. Yes, yes, yes. Ding, ding, ding. Three points for Gryffindor. Wait. Marvel knowledge from me. Marvel this is knowledge. through spending time with you. Yes, sorry. Isn't it? I've spending filled time your brain with you. useless facts. Welcome back to the podcast, Will. Thanks for having me. How are you, sir? Quite well. I'm doing, I'm doing well. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, it's the weekend, isn't it? Weird. Which is... Oh, rare for us. For, to unusual. Shoot on a weekend. Yeah, unusual for us, yeah. To shoot our high production, widely viewed podcast. Yeah. On a weekend. Mm. Hashtag pirate radio. Here we are. Cowboy radio. We're here. We're live. That's all we need. We love it. We're here on the weekend because we were both a little bit poorly, weren't we, sir? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we love it. What we was going on with up. you? I didn't see you, but you just... Oh, I was getting you. my classic. Every, every like, two months, I just get a fever and tonsillitis. And uh, luckily, last time I got it, I managed to... I, sm- I went to the doctors and got antibiotics, but I smashed, like, vitamin C and some good hydration, and it wasn't the worst case of it. And it ended up dropping itself after a day or two, so I had a stash of antibiotics ready for it because... They just don't like giving them out. They want to see you suffer for like a week. And when you get it every two months, it's like, just give me a thing, please. Mm. <laughs> so I had one stocked. So yeah. I gave it like two days and then started them. And then 
We're nearly right as rain, so look at that. Don't yeah. kiss me yet, though. I'll try not to. Thank you, sir. We'd struggle I hope you can do something about this, though, because you also just can't take antibiotics every two months. I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? That just won't be good for you. No, it is not it's good not for me, it's you. also fucked up other things for me before. Yeah. yeah, it's not good for your microbiome, it's no. not good for your body. It's not good to do that. Yeah, no, I've had serious some serious side effects because of taking antibiotics. Too many antibiotics. Yeah, literally. Do. Um, so, do need to figure out a way to navigate that, but... That's for the nerds, isn't it? I'll just suffer for it for oh, the time being. I hope it does get sorted. How have I you been apart from that? What's been going on in your life, sir? You know, not much. Semi-retirement. I'm enjoying Semi-retirement, it. Semi-retirement, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Still climbing a lot. Um, looking around, and, and I have applied for a couple little little jobs to just do little, more like things I would do as hobbies, but to just try and pay the bills, but to gap the period until I want to jump into another career, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, lots of nothing, lots of climbing, lots of um, uh, going out with my camera and doing photography and stuff, and I'm enjoying it, man. Photography. I, well, and I have been enjoying actually the when it, whenever I find I've got time to really focus on training like this. It's been in years in the past when I've had like a low client base, or say in lockdown when we when I figured out a way to train in the park, yeah. and then with some weights as well, and then now <laughs> the life of unemployment. Um, I love treating training like just a little case study, like with such shit variables outside of the gym, like I'm not sleeping perfectly or eating perfectly in there, uh, there's alcohol in there every now and then, you know, whatever. Mm. But for the just raw training alone, for example, I think yesterday I trained chest at the climbing gym, which I've been doing a little bit more body weight orientated to make it more specific for climbing. So what I said to myself initially about maybe four weeks ago, which has maybe panned out to be about 10 sessions ago, I said to myself, I'm going to do 50 dips in this session and I'm going to do it in as few sets as possible, right? Uh, And see how many sets that takes. And the only rule is that I'm going to do every set one rep away from complete failure. Okay. Okay. So yeah. for people at home, like going to complete failure would be when you go down to the bottom and you just can't turn it around. You can't do another one. That's complete failure. I'm doing one rep off, so there's one in the tank of every set. So and how then many the last did you do the set, first time, like thirty. So the first time, the the first two sets I got were fifteen and yeah. thirteen reps. Okay. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, whatever, cool. And then it took me like five sets to do the whole thing. I think in yeah. total. Off. Um, and then this last time around, like session number 10, it was 20 and 20 for mm. the first two sets, Good. which is super nice to see. And when you add the numbers each time, it's just such a awesome little case study. Like all I was do, all I've been doing is that exact thing twice a week and two to three sets of incline dumbbell press. Also just trying to add numbers each, each set and yeah, just so watching like, it crawl up. It's so nice. Yeah. Like p- classic strength training or like progressive overload yeah. it's called isn't and, it? and it's just lovely how you can add little goals to that as well because I knew that's what I was starting with and giving myself those parameters of like knowing I was training to that off failure I know that I haven't added these reps out of like changing my technique out of letting things slip it's just been raw gains actual muscle actual strength has been added and then I said to myself the rule was as soon as I get to being able to do two sets of 20 for my first lot yeah. um, and then obviously on the third set I got like 16 as 17 as well so getting towards 60 in three sets as opposed to 50 in five then I said oh, I'll start adding weight so now next set I get to add weight to it and now we're on to weight and dips and we're having which good fun which you'll do how you'll put a weightlifting belt around your waist and then attach a small weight to the belt on a chain yes yeah. yes and then one day I'll attach a big weight and then for people it. listening like the this exercise you're doing it's 
it's you hanging off like two bars and then you drop down and push back. Well, up yeah, yeah I want to hang. You're on top of them, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So it's not a hang, is it? It's you're, you're, you're on perched top of on them. top of two bars. Yeah, it's yeah. called support. Actually, is what the position at the top of the dips is technically called in like gymnastics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's basically press ups, but without your feet on the floor. Yeah. It's yeah. Very close to. It looks kind of like doing press-ups. It's a lovely exercise. And at the climbing gym that I'm um, training at now, they've got a beautiful bar for it. It's the perfect, like, diamond shape. Mm. Uh, we've discussed it, I think, actually. Mm. And you can just put your arms wherever you want it, which is beautiful. And it's also on them bulldog rigs that you can just put the the thing, the adjustment, wherever you want it, height-wise. So, it, the, oh. yeah, the dip bars is one of those that you can take on and off. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <coughs> I do know what you mean. And I've got long as hell legs, and I'm just tall anyway. And I don't really like crossing my legs behind me. I think maybe because I'm just super prone to arching my lower back anyway. Yeah. I just don't really like it. I prefer like doing more of a hollow body position, bracing my core and pointing my toes down. Pointing your legs forward a little bit kind of thing. Not forward, just literally just straight, straight down, straight down okay, which again, no, you down. can't really do anywhere. But here, I can just jack it up high enough so that the bars are about my shoulder height. And then do like lovely dips like that, and it feels super nice. Yeah, crossing your legs behind you while keeping the feet in front, it changes the body weight position it does, very yeah. slightly, not by much, but very yeah. slightly. Yeah, and yeah, I'm enjoying that. That's uh, been taking up a lot of my time, and I just thought I'd share that's it, it's nice if you. I guess what, what I'm kind of getting at by that is that it's always interesting how much you can boil stuff back to the basics. Like, I could say that there's probably four exercises for lower body and maybe like maybe just like four exercises for upper body as well that I could maybe five that I would give people to get like an amazing physique and also get strong as hell with it as well and just have such fun you know what I mean yeah I completely agree. like just across like nine exercises so yeah my minimum I, think I like these can, little case studies I think the minimum you can get away with especially if you're like a beginner in my opinions seven exercises something like okay. that, um, covering every main motion of the body I like to do. A horizontal push, so something that pushes away, something that pulls towards for your mm -hmm. back muscles, something that goes up for your shoulders, mm -hmm. something that comes down for the rest of the back muscles, and then for legs, some sort of push, some sort of pull, <coughs> and some sort of hip movement. So you've done a quad, a thigh, and a bum muscle. And if you were personally to split, put them into exercises, either for you to give to a client mm -hmm. or for yourself, what would you pick? Depends what who the client is. Um, if like, you were just to, like, would you be would you be able to say personally? I think these are the best. Like, start. If you had to pick for someone, yeah. If you showed me the client, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I could ask them questions about, or, or see them, because it depends what level they're at. Like, I would say if you're a beginner, press ups. I I always say that until you can do twenty full press ups, touching your chest all the way up and down, so you know it's getting into a high rep range of full press ups. Then press ups is pro probably the most effective horizontal push because you're just learning as a beginner to strengthen with your own body weight. But if I gave you press ups as the horizontal push, not good enough because you're <laughs> you're way too strong, aren't you? How many press ups can you do without stopping? Probably 30, 50, some, mm. some amount that's too many. Too many? Yeah, so I, I coach beginners, so I usually start them off with press ups and then I, I like a nice body weight TRX row, like a oh, suspension yeah. trainer we love row. It. We love it. Yeah, maybe with a face, face pull, pull or a low row. We love a face You know, because I'm learning them to move with their own body, so for beginners, and then I'll, I'll give them dumbbells above the head. But for you, if you came to me, I'd have to give you either bench press or dumbbell press, heavy, some sort of heavy row, like maybe a barbell row or something, maybe a standing shoulder press with a bar, and then maybe pull-ups with weight or something. Cool. Harder versions of each of the four yeah, yeah, yeah. category motions. I honestly think you would love training people at that climbing place because it's yeah. so 
perfect for this kind of stuff. Mm. So perfect, yeah. Mm. Um, for like, I guess what I mean by that in con condensing it is it's so perfect for regressing and progressing every move, every movement that you would do there. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, mm. it's really cool. Absolutely, absolutely. What about you, sir? What have you been up to with your little life of being ill? What were you ill with? Oh yeah, I was ill with a um, a cold given oh. to be by my girlfriend's three-year-old daughter. Oh, it's no good, but it's cute. Yeah, it's very um, cute. Was your, was your little nose red? Uh, no, my eyes were streaming. Oh, like cute. I was crying. It was a very emotional illness. Mm. My eyes were just so red and so just crying all the time. I didn't feel that physically ill. Um, COVID can't take me down. Does it, oh, it seemingly does nothing to me, but a three-year-old girl can take me down. Powerful stuff. Literally, it's, I got those nursery like germs. Like Boo from fucking... <laughs> yeah, I got those nursery germs. Oh, no. Um, so... <clears throat> All I've been doing essentially is working at the gym, which I've got a little bit of news on that oh. coming up in a minute. But I've been doing my gym work, etc. A little bit of personal training, etc., etc. Really <coughs> nice. Um, I've been doing this some society online stuff, always and of course. Life goes on. Yeah, always and of course. Yep. And then I've been travelling backwards and forwards to near Leicester to visit yeah. my girlfriend and, and her get daughter. diseases. Um, yeah, and, and bring them to Sheffield. Spreading yeah. them for everyone. Yes, please. Uh, no, Give I actually me. didn't go see anybody. And I also was COVID tested, yes. Mm, yeah. Well done. They well. have to do COVID tests for um, things they do in life. Like, for example, the, the daughter is not allowed to go to nursery with an illness without also turning up with a negative COVID test. Oh, okay. Because you know, kids fair. get ill, don't they? Yeah, But they yeah. need to be not spreading COVID around. So you're... You're allowed to send Strange, that's not the that's the only one we're not allowed to spread. Yeah, yeah you're definitely you're allowed to spread the others. Oh, exactly oh. right. Come if, on in, kids. If, if let's a, have a party. If it's a flu, a bit yeah. of influenza, we don't mind. Yes. Spread it round. Yes. We don't mind. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme. We don't mind that influenza. Yum, 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 yum. Bit of COVID seventeen. We don't <gasps> mind. It's just that nineteen, bro. <laughs> that's the one you gotta watch. Give me a, for. a, a Delta variant. That's the one you gotta watch Any for. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot it right in my arm. Um. And that's about it for me. I've been I've been off my exercise a little bit this week oh. because I oh yeah because I went to visit my girlfriend and then I became a little bit ill and I just thought I did plan to train but every time it came to it I thought I just don't quite feel right. No, you've got to be, don't you? Again, yeah. we always train to the point of productivity, and if you're feeling like shit, yeah. probably isn't productive. Yeah, I felt like I could have trained, but I was also just very tired. Mm. I was also just very tired, so I went home and went to sleep. So I had a couple of naps instead, and I recovered from the illness in like a day and a half. Which is excellent, in my opinion. Also makes sense for you. I took triple vitamin C. I took double yes. vitamin D. I took two multivitamins a day. I was smashing that and zinc as well. Pro yeah, I've got zinc, magnesium, and calcium <coughs> together in one tablet. Well, eating them like Skittles. Good. Napping, protein shakes with creatine in. <laughs> Absorb nutrients. <laughs> Recover. <laughs> give my me, body. give me. My immune system. Loves Revive me, please. My immune system loves the bacteria and viruses. They can come at me. It just eats them up. It just uses them for training. They're just cannon fodder for my I wonder if system. your shreds make it easier or harder for things to penetrate you. Well, that could have been phrased better. I mean, <laughs> I'm just thinking, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Diseases I mean, and such. Um, my low levels of body fat and... I don't know. Like That makes you healthy. But does it, on, does it at some point mean that you... Immune system doesn't have as much energy. Or it something? would do. It would do. Yeah. And, where, and when? And where's that line? It's kind of what was the tree I was barking up. I, think, I understand. Yeah. Without yeah. knowing any of the science. <laughs> yeah. When you, you can get so lean that it's unhealthy, can't you? Yes. Of course. Like everybody can, men and women. It's easier for women. Wait, I'm to there. Do. I'm super shredded. <laughs> I hope not. I hope you're no. not so lean and healthy. <laughs> no, I put on no. some chunk. It's nice though. 
Um, and I'm not solely in that I'm unhealthy. I can tell because I feel good. And I'm always roughly this level of body fat all the time. Yeah, you are. You yeah, like pr- pretty similar. Only varying very slightly. Um, but you can get... Between some... sexy and sexier. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh. That's a flirt, isn't it? That's a flirt right there. Mm. Um, you can get so lean, though, that your growth hormone levels drop down. Your testosterone levels will drop down. Body fat produces estrogen, so your estrogen can get too low. In ladies, this can lose them their period. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. It's called, no babies. Uh, well, it's called amenorrhea. Yeah, yeah, it's very unhealthy. Um, it usually only happens in people that are... Competing and getting... Anorexic, sick, yes. Yeah. Or like Olympic athletes who are tra- over-training and under-eating, trying to like make weight in some kind of competition or run- redlining it too hard. Specifically in the sports that you need to be lean for, yes. like physique stuff as well. Yeah, like yes. The main ones. Yeah, definitely. They're also often taking extra hormones. Yeah. And <coughs> Mexican supplementation. Oh like no, the anabolic steroids. chicken. Um, even the females, aren't they? So that's obviously mess- messing with their hormones, which messes with your... Um, menstrual cycle and stuff like that as well gives you big muscles though so you can definitely get too lean that it's unhealthy and it could compromise your immune system I completely agree for me I'm, I'm not that lean I'm still 10 to 12% most yeah. of the time yeah which is not overly it's lean. a lovely place to float it's like absolutely lean enough to be like basically shredded and, mm-hmm. and, and be absolutely lean but it's fat enough to have like enough energy on you to not be dying all the time and to be able to train and go and yes. do things yeah, and I also don't have to control my diet too much because I do quite a bit of walking and I do my exercises so I can go out for a meal and eat desserts, have a few drinks with my girlfriend. Or and you friends. could definitely afford to, to get up to like 15% body fat, still be nicely lean aesthetically yeah, and just have even still more power good. on you. And yeah, yeah, looking fine and feeling good. Yeah, if you really wanted to like, I know you're not really into it, but get strong for a bit or something and be like, all right, I want to focus on training, do this, do this, something. You could you could still afford to get a bit fatter and still be lean, which is a lovely little place to be, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like my ability to stay lean is perhaps artificially enhanced by my testosterone replacement therapy. I, I 100% agree, but... I, I think it's probably who, easier. Who gives a fuck? You've no, got, no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm yeah. This is a positive <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. I mean, sorry, other guys. Sorry, guys that lose. Sorry, guys that came second. Sorry, other people, <laughs> but uh, not I. No, not it, I. Yeah, I honestly feel like like what we were saying, hormones change. And yes, okay, if I got super lean, my growth hormone, etc., still would drop down, but my testosterone levels, because... Can't. I, no, I don't naturally produce my own, so yeah. I have it supplemented by like medical reason. So my testosterone levels always stay the same amount. doesn't matter whether I'm drinking alcohol, sleeping like crap, yeah. super lean, yeah. low protein intake. Yeah, fuck I you. Got, I got the power. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Mexican sauce. Yeah. <laughs> the anabolic chicken. <laughs> yeah, that, That's big, that, that Canelo Alvarez horse meat. <laughs> I'm on it, bro. It's um, good stuff. I've heard. I'm on that Lance Armstrong juice. One day. But one day I can I can dream. And even though my testosterone is only supplemented back to a normal level, it is still a technically slightly higher level. I'm not sure how much difference it would actually make than somebody with natural testosterone levels because natural testosterone changes throughout the day. Mm-hmm. When you get pulses of it, like it might be higher in the morning and then a bit lower at this other time, etc. Whereas mine's at like a constant level all the time. So there's, there's no... A nice little homeostasis of gains. No drops or... So I don't know. I feel like that maybe helps me. And I feel like my energy levels are great. I, I supplement my vitamin D and testosterone to the exact perfect amount and my body's just... Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Decisions have been made. I mean, the, the biggest factor is decisions power. have been made. Power, power oh, decisions. power and energy. Yes. Just how we like it. And I do have crazy energy. And that's why you can sit there in that hat and not look too silly. I do. That's probably something to do with the facial hair. So. Yeah, it does help. Yeah, you don't want to look Your like... Your facial hair's looking great. Ooh! 
I will say, thank you. I noticed that when as soon as you came in, that it was looking either thicker or a, I don't know. It's been grown and trimmed and such. Has it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. grown and trimmed. I, we, well, it might be the first year that I can actually attempt a winter beard. So, yeah, we might be. You're still looking very Spanish. Oh God, really? Yeah, you, you look very Spanish. You're one of the only people that says it's the, this. It's the facial hair shape. You've got the Spanish. You, no, okay, that I do kind of understand, actually. The, they have, yeah. Do you ever see the road to Okay, no, I think it's the moustache, because I have the bat symbol moustache. Um, what's, what's the bat symbol moustache? It, 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 it doesn't work as well when, I'm, when I have just a moustache. You can really see it. But when I smile, because it comes down at the sides here, you know, like pointy. I'm, oh, that's the bat oh, symbol. Oh, oh, it's because you've got a little gap. Yeah, on the know, when I shave everything else, it's corners. fully the bat symbol, and I look excellent with a mustache. Have you ever seen the Road to El Dorado, the child's movie? No, no, really. It's yeah. one of the. It's. I hope the listeners at home have because it's one of the best kids' movies. Come ever. Come on, evolved, listeners, ever of all time. Pull your weight and watch but, movies. Look, look at this guy with the dark colored hair. Is that or is that not your facial hair? And this guy's pure Spanish. Oh, come on, that's stop. exactly that's your a fa- soul patch. And the, wait, which guy? The dark guy. Yeah, you're an exact mixture of those two I look guys. More like the horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Road to El Dorado is fantastic. You look exactly like Tulio. <laughs> Tulio, it's oh, a great. They're called name. Miguel and Tulio. Miguel and Tulio. <laughs> Do you know what I've got in my head for some? reason is um <laughs> is what's his name el rodriguez the slowest mouse in all of mexico <laughs> i don't know what you're talking you remember about that? no no from is it looney tunes or is what is that <laughs> not it's at all speedy gonzalez gonzalez, speedy I, speedy, gonzalez. I remember speedy gonzalez yeah. <clears throat> and then the cats are trying to catch him and they can't because he's the fastest mouse in all of mexico i'm not sure if that and then and then they go yeah but it's correct it as is, per the show a, i'm a, doing an impression it's, it's not appropriating it's a good accent Connor. um and then they go to slowpoke slowpoke rodriguez his his little hole <laughs> in the wall and they're like he's the slowest mouse in all of mexico we can kill him and then <laughs> and then they go to do it and then he comes out and you hear a bang and they go he's one problem <laughs> Yeah, they're gone. You saying you saying problem like that with that hat on is so is the most Mexican <laughs> thing I've ever seen. He's, <laughs> I can't do it. Do it uh, I can't do it. Can do it one more time. <laughs> he's one problem. <laughs> yeah. He has a gone. With that, and then he's on, with this like got caught forty five or something. It's, with that hat on as well. Do your Australian accent. Good eye, mate. <laughs> hey, gang. That's the Australian hat, actually. That one's made of wallaroo. <laughs> wallaroo. If you can believe it, you've got a wallaroo on your head, mate. <laughs> Go and have a party in your wallaroo hat, and you'll be the life, the centre of attention, mate. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, that is a good accent. All right, that's enough of that. Oh, God. That is a good accent. <laughs> What's this podcast been? Musical serenades and accents and such. It's been the same as this podcast always, is it? Yeah. I'm not sure what feelings. I'm not, we like it, though, and the listeners like it. We get great feedback. <coughs> uh, one of my clients called Andrina, shout out to the great and powerful Andrina, yes. was messaging me saying she was listening to our last episode and stifling her laughter at work so that she didn't look crazy laughing to herself. I say look crazy. She was just burst out laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when people ask what, so she say it's the Slum Society. Yeah, and then share the podcast. Yeah, share Make everyone podcast. else crazy too and join us in our descent to madness. I, this is not appropriate to put on loudspeaker, I don't feel though, is it? Um, in an it might not situ- be, no. In an office situation. No. We're not I, exactly PC. We, we cackle we? a bit and say some inappropriate things. We're yeah, not exactly PC. Well, it's why, why it's like it's a comedy show so that we can... We have a, You've a got a reputable business to uphold. I'm just a nomad of the of the people now. I can say <laughs> You're a walker of the want. world. Yeah, I'm the opinion. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, an ethereal opinion. I'm floating, a yeah. solo man. Oh. Yes. Oh. 
floating from opinion to opinion. Withheld to no Able one. Able to cast judgment wherever he pleases. Tethered to nothing. Like a critic that doesn't get paid. It's a great, great position to be in. Are you up to anything this weekend as well? Um, currently shooting this podcast. Yes. Then, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to go climbing, but there's just too many routes that I've... I'm, there gets to a point sometimes when you're in between a point where you've you've kind of done all the ones that you can conceivably sweat your way through and they've all taken like half an hour to problem solve. And then you're a bit like tapping your fingers like the rest are a bit like, hmm, too hard. <laughs> and so you've got to give it a couple of days and wait for them to change some of the routes or something. So I might just go and train legs today. Yeah. Nice. It might be a squat day actually. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Do you want to come and squat with me? Um, it's also my leg day. <gasps> well, I'll come somewhere and squat with you if you fancy it. Um, I need to do full leg day. I can squat, but I also need to do hamstrings and glutes. Uh, I'm, I would be probably doing Nordics at some point. Oh, I don't even know if I can do that. I could try. Yeah, you'll try. Um, oh, I've got a climb. You're light at 12.30 though. Okay, first. Yeah, first. Yeah, no worries. All right, we'll talk about it after. That could be cool. We'll, see we'll we discuss this privately. Um, then that's it for me today. Nothing else. Um, tomorrow... I've got two personal training sessions and then... On the Lord's Day. Every day. The Sabbath. When I'm as powerful as the Lord, then I'll rest on the Sunday. God Until then, there's work to do. And here I am retiring. There's work to be done. (laughs) This man's going Um, for it. And then I'm visiting my girlfriend. So I'm going down to... Oh, good. That's nice for you. It is nice for me. For a day trip? Or Um, are you staying? No, I'll stay there overnight and come back Monday, probably around lunchtime. Because then I'm working at the gym in the evening. Yes, it is good because I miss her and her daughter dearly. Get, get a car or a motorcycle. Yeah, I may have to. I may have to once more. I've only not had a car for a few years and I've enjoyed it, but I didn't have anywhere to go, but now I do. True. You have places now to I be do. and things to visit. Yeah, I also don't mind getting the train though because it takes an hour and a half driving and an hour and a half also on the train, but on the train I can do my online work and respond no, to the my train, clients. Yeah, I don't mind. More. If you get a decent train, it's not full of dickheads and you get a seat with a table... It's nice. I've got to see every single time. So <coughs> that's a, that's a, yeah. I'm excellent at getting on trains, though. <laughs> um, I, I can believe that you're. Um, I know. I know. I a know. little robot man. That I bet you understand the system of the train. I, yeah, I do. I can see the train coming. I can see how many carriages there is. From that, you can work out where the doors are going to stop. Then yep. I stop where the doors are going to stop. Yep. And I also stand on the platform where there's the least amount of congregated people and watch as the first few carriages go past to see where the first uh, class ones are, because usually I'm not on first class. So I don't want to jump on that one, but I do want to jump on the other first one that looks decently empty mm, and then sneak straight the dregs to, at the end. St- sneak straight into a non-reserved seat. However... I also know quite often that I'm going to be going to visit my girlfriend, so I book the train in advance and then it gives me a reserved seat anyway, like at least 75% or more of the time. Yeah. So I just turn up there and... See, I've never had too much need for the train other than trips I've taken places. But like the bus is one that I don't understand when... So when you get to like Arundel Gate in town is the place where like everyone gets off, usually. Or at least there's like 10 people getting up. And someone always gets up like before even the last traffic lights there so then they're like stood for stopping for a pair of traffic lights or something and i'm like and then everyone stood up by that point and then if you just like say completely sat down and then just wait until it's completely stopped and then just get up exactly and join the back of the queue you get off like five seconds after the first person that got off and you just haven't been like knocked about for all of it and so i feel like i understand how to get off a bus yeah (laughs) it's a a, i guess it's a skill I guess we're learning. I'm piecing together bits and bits. I don't, I'm not sure if I know how to get on a bus. 
I find buses more confusing than trains because I don't know. I don't like the interaction on buses. Between who? Human and human. Me and other human. You and the driver or you and the other people on the bus? Me and the driver and then... Why? What do you mean? Um, It's just, I, I don't know. It's just another human I've got to interact with, isn't it? Well, do you find this negative? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I quite, I, I often have to interact with the driver because I don't get the bus often. So I, and I often, if I'm getting the bus, I must be going to somewhere random. So I often have to ask. You must the, be. Yeah, I must, I always ask the driver to shout to me when I'm supposed to get on. Oh, you're one of those. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, if I don't know where I'm going, I need to get the bus to this random place I've never been. I say to the driver, I'm going to this place. Can you tell me when I'm there? Oh, you're stuck on say, your thumb yes, in the back. Of course I can. Because oh, they so are actual normal humans, yes. Oh, yeah, they're nice. Yeah. Quite nice sometimes. Well, sometimes it's not uncommon because there's a lot of bus drivers that used to come to our gym, well, your gym now, yes. um, that I'd get on and they'd know me and they'd be like, ah, oh, Will, how's that doing? And that, that's nice. <laughs> and then they give you a little discount. There. Yeah, gear discount, a sneaky yeah. little free pass. Ooh, yeah. thank you, sir. I've been noticing accents Gracious a lot more lately, you know. Really? Um, Why yeah. is this? Um, because my girlfriend has a... She has she has a neutral, nice accent. Lincolnshire? No, but I don't know what Lincolnshire is. She's act, she's got kind of like a Cockney accent. Oh, and especially if she gets annoyed, she starts sounding like Tom, really? Tom Hardy from Legend. Right? <laughs> really? Yeah, you know if we're, you know if we're stuck in traffic, wankers, you fucking wankers, That's hilarious. you're wasting my time. That's you brought a rolling pin to a fucking gunfight. <laughs> Wankers! It's more, it's more in the throat, I feel. <laughs> Wasting my time! Well, with the hammers and the... In the... Yeah. Wow, that's a good Yeah, film. wait, I'm going to yeah. have to find it. I'm going to have to play this clip. Oh, are you going oh to the last it? episode, it's not going to happen because of that song at the beginning, but the last episode, we got we got flagged for copyright and demonetized oh, no. on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. YouTube! Oh, well, we're not getting paid. We make zero still. pence anyway oh, no. from this podcast. Yeah. I know, so they can demonetize us if It'll be what it'll be. It's a fucking gangster. <laughs> shoot out, right? It's a fucking shoot out! A shooter is a fucking shooter! Like a western. Like a western. Like a western. Like a western. Right, you come here with your fucking rolling pin, you're gonna make me a fucking cake? Wear <laughs> <laughs> me a fucking fairy cake with your fucking rolling pin? <laughs> Wanker. Fucking wasting my time! Nonsense! Yeah. Wasting my wasting time! Wasting my time! <laughs> and then what's his brother go? Something like, uh, hey, I've got a good joke for you. And then it's something like, a psychopath with a oh yeah, 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 yeah. with two rolling pins walks into a bar and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah great love it. <laughs> it's we a good it. film isn't it we love it it's a good film we're gonna do it up fuck you bite me a fucking cake <laughs> wow. wow yeah she has a nice accent but she she's also yeah nice. that's your girlfriend <laughs> yeah she's good. <laughs> literally that's a n- not to me but it's just if she starts getting annoyed the cockney accent wanker wasting my time to you <laughs> and um her daughter's only only three years old and has and has got obviously the similar accent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just it's just so funny to listen to. She sends me these send me these nice voice messages. Good night, Connor. Like that. I'm like, oh, oh god, break my heart. Oh, well, you're daughter. so you're so deep into the. I don't know what it is now. Said, the matrix of. Mummy, you got superpowers, ain't you? <laughs> ah, that's so something. Ain't you? You got superpowers, Putting, ain't you? Ain't you? Putting that on the end. That's such you a, got superpowers, ain't you? Such a cockney thing that's to say. So isn't good. It? Yeah. I, like so I just noticed it recently, and I've been doing it. <coughs> taking the Michael. Ain't you? And that. Starts out Amy Winehouse. Wankers. Wankers. Wasting my time. Wasting my time. <laughs> That's an, that, that is Wasting a, my time. What we've just played on YouTube there is an actual recording of my girlfriend stuck in traffic. Yes. yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Of course. Waste, you nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Wasting my time. It's a, straight, it's a good insult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh my god. Tom Hardy's a good actor. Oh yeah, he's great. He's in some good impressions. Yeah, he's great. He's mm. Bane, isn't he as well? He was also Bane. Yeah. Yeah. You think darkness is your ally. <laughs> I was born in the dark, molded by it. You merely adopted it. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. With <laughs> his little mask. Yeah, that's a good film, actually. Excellent film. A couple of Batman. I'm not a fan of Batman, you know, as far as superheroes no, go, but the Batman films are undeniably good. I think this, well, that trilogy, yeah. I think that's a pretty universally shared opinion, actually, yeah. Exactly that, is mm. that Spider- Spider-Man, Batman is mm. pretty average and not, it's just a bit, yeah. Is it really? But those three think? films, the Nolan trilogy, are pretty excellent. They're pretty good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. On IMDb, the top 250 list, they're all in there, rated pretty highly. It does make sense. And I don't really like superhero films, I'm not a big fan, but I can't. you can't watch those films and not think they're good. Well, that's well, because they're not superhero some... films, really, um, if you think about it. Like, it's the same with all the Marvel stuff. Like, in fact, well, the reason the Marvel stuff isn't is my favourite film stuff isn't because it's superhero stuff i just ended up liking it because it is the best example of filmmaking in my opinion like the marvel cinematic universe as a whole all 20 what is it now five movies or something collectively is definitely the best filmmaking thing we've ever had some you know? people are turning this podcast oh yeah and for sure disgustingly for sure they are they? but get fucked um <laughs> you're allowed your opinion yeah i am i am the opinion you're allowed it you, you can take but, um, it you can keep it as your own Personally, yeah i yeah. don't want it and, and that's because they're not about superheroes they're about like characters and stuff and then they like apply superhero stuff to it and that's the same with batman stuff it's a good it's good character driven Stuff you could take away all of the superhero elements in it because there fucking aren't that many, <laughs> and it'd still be a sick film. Do you Apart know what from I mean? all the people that fly and shoot lasers, yeah, in Batman, there's not no, there's not many. In exactly. Batman, there's not many. Yeah, but and t- so take Iron Man, Iron Man as well is just the same. It's the same person, He's just a rich guy with, yeah, a, rich with guy a good brain. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Billionaire playboy philanthropist genius, whatever he says. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The Joker as well. That was great, wasn't it? Exactly. That was great. Um, I watched Age of Ultron two days ago, and that this I, is an Avengers movie. Yeah, it's Avengers: Age of Ultron. It's called, and it, it, was, it was one of the underrated ones. But they found a way to really tie it in later when they made later films. And watching it back, it's such an interesting commentary because basically tony stark after the first avengers where we get attacked from space he starts getting scared i like how you use we mm, yeah we. yeah i'm involved in this yeah don't don't take this away from me Connor. <laughs> no please continue tell, um, me, tell me about tell me your he, story he's scared right of uh, alien invasion and he thinks we need a shield a suit of armor around the world so he starts working on a thing called ultron an ai to look after the world and for peace on our time is it's coded um project project right it's in in it's what would you call it? It's intentive when it was born. But, and this AI, it basically flashes through all of like human intellect and decides that the only way to get peace um, in our time is to delete all humans. <laughs> so he basically goes, all right, that's what we're doing then. And so that's how the, that's the premise of the film, basically. He then becomes the bad guy. And... So it's it's Terminator 2 rebooted. Yeah, and saying? this guy, he's voiced by David Spader, who's the most like classically British voice you've, and he's so hilariously sarcastic and like kind of tired of everyone's bullshit as what well. What is the AI that takes over the world? Yeah, yeah. He's always, he's always like, oh, this is a hassle. Can't you just leave me alone? Oh, he's British. Why am I doing an American accent? <laughs> but you know, it's just great. And it's just an interesting like, Again, to say you could remove all the superhero concepts and like just look at the politics of it, and it's really interesting, like are humans killing the planet kind of thing, 
Like he's he invented him so that we wouldn't have war anymore. And then this robot basically goes, "All right, then we'll not have war anymore after the big war, and we'll kill everyone." It's got a little bit of Matrix feeling. It's interesting. Like it's, it's interesting to think about. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> it's the smell. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you're watching too many movies, sir. But no, you're not a big movie watcher, are you? Um. I tend to watch movies with other people. Like yeah. if I'm in a relationship, yeah, go to the cinema, watch a movie on an evening. Just if I'm on my own, which I have been, then I'm not a big solo movie Lonely. watcher, you know? Um, I've, and I've, I've told you I've been down the top 250 of IMDb and watched probably at least 150 of them. I know, which is a funny way to do things. I do mean, I, I do. It's also a Does good way. Does it not way. suit my personality to do it that way? Yes, which is why it's funny. <laughs> You're a funny man, Connor. Strange to be logical line. about it and put it into some kind yeah, of like statistical yeah. order and keep trying to wear that cap like it's a peaky blinder. You're trying to just really, yeah, that's it. Or like you're a little prairie farmer, it's cute. Let that side flop. I'm just doing what feels right. You should do that. That's all. Just yeah, doing you should what do feels that. right. Do we have any news? Of the we week? actually do have news. Do we? Is yeah, that we can go through some news? news if you want. Yeah, news has been in the world. <laughs> Wankers. <laughs> oh, god, wasting my time. That's people listening to this podcast. <laughs> Forty-eight minutes in, getting to the new, the shit news. <laughs> oh, oh, my piece of news, please. Uh, I'm just looking at the notes now. My piece of news about the gym. I'm quitting. Oh. Working, I'm quitting working at the gym. Oh, no. <laughs> no way! No Straight way! Away. Straight away, Connor. Two of my clients Connor. said they they had a bet on how long it would last. I mean, I of course they did. I You're said, the flakiest guy ever for shit like this. What are you talking about? I mean. That's an offensive. I feel like I've got facts to pack it up. Not in a bad way, in a in a self-promoting way, which I appreciate. Sometimes I just have more positivity than power. And I thought I could handle it, but I just can't. Damn, and you already said you've got all the power, so. Yeah, but sometimes it's... So yeah, run me through your reasons. I just can't handle it. It's. I uh, didn't think you would be able to, if I'm being honest. Not in a you couldn't hard handle it way. Just why the fuck would you do that way? You were nicely retired with a good chunk of cash and you went, nah, look after some more people. Um, <laughs> I just ran away from it for no money. You've got money. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought I'd do a bit part-time and I'd just work at the gym and do a few personal training Is it the sessions. shift hours as well? It's it's a bit of all of it. It's not even really just the time. It's the energy as well. It's mm-hmm. the energy that it's taking because I put a lot into my personal training sessions. I try and be focused and motivated and positive and giving like energy to people if that makes sense yeah which is which you have to do is goes should go without saying but does mean that is it is a limited job you really you're either it's your everything and you're not really doing much else or you're not doing it for long you know like if you're really doing it properly it does it kills you yeah because i'm trying to put a lot into each session and i only have so sort of so much power and positivity per day so if I well energy works like time doesn't it it does run out and it is finite and you can use all of it in a day and you can spend all of it in the first half of the day and especially someone like yourself where you are energized and you are productive but it very much is an internal thing for you and you spend energy on other people as opposed to gain it from them throughout the day you're that kind of person yeah you get drained by interaction (laughs) sometimes in specific contexts um, like, you know, if I'm on video or <coughs> making a recording or giving a speech or doing a lecture or coaching people or giving a speech, etc. Yeah, it's not, it's not that it's draining in a negative way, but it also is because it takes power and energy to do that. Yeah. And I don't have unlimited. So I've only been doing like three or four personal training sessions per day, but it significantly drains my ability to do other things. Like usually I go on live video or make, or, or on video twice a day. For my online business and online stuff and content production. And you like being good at that. Yeah, and I've been doing it twice a week. That's seven times less. 
You know, this is not appropriate. So, uh, no. And it's not because I haven't really got time. It's, it's that I haven't got maximum unlimited energy and positivity. And I'm, I'm, I really like personal training and I like coaching people one-to-one. I like teaching them the exercise in person. But it's dramatically hampering my ability to do the other things that we're already doing and focusing on. So this just can't continue. Two weeks with probationary notice? I don't know. I think so. I'll stay for another one month. And then... Okay. I mean, because I've already got clients and I don't want to leave them immediately. You're so funny. So, is this the first people are hearing of it, this podcast? Uh, no, I've told my clients already. Okay. All my clients already know this. I actually told um, one of the gym managers yesterday that this was going to happen. They Oh, sad. Um, well, you might think this is funny. I, I will think this is I, funny. I did. They gave, <laughs> they gave me a speech. Uh, it was not Leon. They gave, gave me a speech um, yeah. about... Ways I could be better and do better to cope with the workload. One of the suggestions was, why don't you just motivate yourself more so that you can work harder? (laughs) He's a good lad, but there's some bullshit floating around between the ears. I I thought, I I didn't say anything. I thought, number one, that's that's disgustingly offensive. (laughs) Isn't it? Yeah, you're right. I I, I literally said, try harder, bro. I'm not, I'm not, try harder. I'm not coping with the workload, literally. And and he goes, ah, mm, try harder. Why don't you be more motivated and work harder? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how you've got all that stuff going on? Why don't yeah, you just he's a do funny more? man. Why don't you just do more? Um, I, I, I smiled and said, yes. I mean, I could. That is an option. Yeah, I'll, I'll bear that in mind. I'll bear that in mind. Uh, Having said that, fair, I'm telling you I'm leaving. This isn't something for discussion. Oh, yeah, it's not for discussion. Like, it's so funny when you do this sometimes. When you're, like, telling someone something and then you realise that they think it's a discussion and they start being, like, giving you a counter-argument and you're like... Sorry, I was about to walk away, actually, because I thought we were done, because I'm leaving. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you trying to tell me? Yeah. They're obviously yeah, just trying God. to run their business, and they're struggling for staff already, aren't they? They really and, are. Yeah, exactly. So they obviously don't want me to leave, etc. And You're I don't want to leave either. It's not that I'm leaving because I don't like it, or I don't like no. them. Absolutely not. It's just I actually, it's actually just destroying other parts of my life, which I consider not non-negotiable, so it just can't be done. Um, I mean, why don't I just motivate myself and work harder also, but... Yeah, Connor. I just can't. You bitch. I can't do more. I've, You know, so I'm having to leave, basically, and I'm just going to focus on my online business. But yeah, back to where it, where it was, nothing in between? No. Yeah, nice. Just, nice. I'm just going back to it. Nice. Yeah. Just back to focusing on my online group. I think that'll be nice for you. Full time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So that's my news anyway. That's my news. I think that's healthy news. Should we move on to some actual news? Yes, man. Not that that was not like un- mm, fake news. I suppose it's actual news. Fake it? news. Yeah. Some actual news from the world. Women's Health magazine. <clears throat> title, diet or exercise, which is better for weight loss? As always in this, I have not written down anything that they had to say at all. Um, and we'll do what we want. We'll, we'll just say what the truth is. So what do you think? Out of diet or exercise, which is better for weight loss? Diet. You believe diet? I also believe diet. I have to leave diet. Yeah, I also believe diet. I think they are your two best tools, Mm -hmm. definitely, but it's just way harder to burn calories off than it is to not consume them in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're consuming too many calories and then burning them off with exercise, you're always on the back foot. You're always adding a middleman. Yeah, and you're getting trapped into this cycle of, oh my God, I need to train like... I need to go to the gym like three yeah. or five times a week. I need to do three or it's four like, runs it's a like week. Otherwise, I'm not pulling. It's like running away from like a sled that you're pulling. <laughs> yeah, so what's constantly there? That's true. What it's actually doing is fixing the symptom of the problem rather than the source of the problem. The source of the problem is that too many calories are going in. The symptom is that too many calories are there. So it fixes the fact that too many calories are there by burning them off. But it's not fixed the yeah. source of the problem that, that you're eating too much in the first place, yeah. and that's why you're overweight. If you fix the source of the problem, then you can use 
exercise for all its other benefits because it does burn calories exercise but it's fucking hard mm-hmm. if you can run for an hour without stopping at a decent pace you'll burn around 500 calories to lose a st- yes and you're also doing you, you're also doing well at that point yeah because yeah m- most people can't you're run also for an hour a without fairly stopping. fit healthy person yeah if you can run 10k in an hour which oh, is yeah. a decent <coughs> it's not bad sort of thing it's excuse just, me for coughing so much that's all right it's steady um You'll burn probably 500, maybe 600 calories, depending on how much you weigh. To lose a stone, you've got to burn 49,000 calories. Yay! Lots Yay. of running. Let's run there. Let's Yay. run to 46,000. And that's if the running doesn't make you hungrier so that you end up eating more. Yeah, that's assuming... Because this is the funny thing. People go, I shall start tomorrow, and I shall start with a run, and I shall do it every day, and I shall also eat less. And you're like, these are all good things. Well done. On paper, you've picked all the right things to do. What you've not considered is that every time you've tried to run in the past, you've hated it. And that was when you were in a literal energy surplus, and you supposedly had the power to do it. Now you're going, all right, we're not going to give ourselves the actual energy to do that run. And then we're going to do it every day. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Sometimes it's burning the candle from both What ends. do you mean? Yeah, you've never ran. Don't do it in the worst possible time to do it. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, for some people that can be the truth. Enjoy a, a gentle stroll and go and see some rabbits in oh. the wilderness. Walking is a little bit better for weight Enjoy loss than running Enjoy some ornithology. Hmm. <laughs> Buy some binoculars. Binoculars. And cute little walking boots. I was going to say a monocular, like a singular, but that's a telescope. That's a telescope. <laughs> <laughs> you go. A monocular. That would be a monocle or a telescope. They're your options, not a monocular. You go <laughs> in between. A monoculoscope. You've got half of a pair of binoculars, though. Then what have you got? It's not a telescope, is it? Yes. It's a monocular. It's, no. it's a monocular. It's, no. it's got to be. <laughs> Don't say it with a cute be? little smile and a wiggle and hope you get away with it. <laughs> well, cute in a few That'll believe. wiggle it into the Oxford Dictionary, will it? A monoculoscope. <laughs> a monoculoscope. You're not cute with it, Connie. <laughs> funny. Funny. That is funny. Um, what, what the hell were we talking I've about? I've forgotten. Now we've I've no idea. We were saying dieting's better for yeah, weight loss yeah, than burning eating. calories, basically. <laughs> yeah. The best exercises for weight loss are fork put-downs oh, and spoon push-aways. That's the ones. Yeah. Eat less. That's the ones. Eat less. All right, next one then. Um, article in The Scotsman, Edinburgh's Christmas Market Review. We go in search of some decent festive food. This year's Edinburgh's Edinburgh Christmas Market is spread across three locations. And I've got nothing to say about this apart from, have you been to any Christmas markets so far yet? Mm, I've walked past, like, the two stalls that Sheffield has. <laughs> no, if that been, counts. Have you been past the Sheffield one? That, you know what? I, the, one of them's a Lego stall that I've stopped and looked at a good couple of times. True, with little Lego of. characters. I'm a big fan of that. There's an Iron Man. Three for, like, five pounds or something. Yeah, Lego for three-year-olds. Yeah. Yes, please. Little Lego superheroes. It's mostly food at the Sheffield one. Mm-hmm. There's Yorkshire pudding wraps. I have had some food. Which I so. do appreciate a Yorkshire pudding wrap. What is wrapped in the Yorkshire pudding? It's like, well, it depends. Or is it Yorkshire pudding in a wrap? That's no, it's, carbs. it's the Yorkshire pudding is the wrap, yes. and then inside it is meat and roast potatoes. Oh, I would have thought this. I had, I had turkey, roast potatoes, cranberry sauce. That's um, not little too bit bad. Of vegetables. It's nice. I didn't have it in, in Sheffield. Um, I went to Nottingham Christmas Market. Oh, I, thought, I thought you got it in Sheffield and then ran somewhere. No. <laughs> Left with it. <laughs> like a little, you know, like how raccoons pick things up in their front hands and then scurry away. <laughs> you all the way to Nottingham like that. <laughs> yeah, then bought it but then left to hide away. No. 
no, I was actually at else. Nottingham Christmas Market. That's very nice. I had Bailey's hot chocolate. I had a Yorkshire pudding festive wrap. Damn. Here we go. That's not too bad. Here we go. It was yeah, yeah, cold, just the Sheffield markets. I haven't ventured any further. I've been to Manchester, the ones in the past, which was lovely. Was it? Yeah. It was. Uh, well, mm, I mean, I don't really like crowds, but <laughs> yeah. other than that, I remember buying some mittens with my girlfriend at the time, which I had much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Mittens are lovely. Mm. I've been to London Christmas Market before, not this year, but before, and really enjoyed it. <coughs> um, it's like a massive fair, there's rides and stuff, it's huge. Yeah, it does. I bet London Market goes hard. Obviously, it's hard. Obviously, it's, obviously hard. it's amazing. I've heard the Edinburgh one's amazing, I've never been. Um, I bet that is. I bet Edinburgh's a lovely city to do a, a Christmas market. It's just going to be so cold and so likely to be raining. Rain, maybe, yeah. But as well. Maybe also that could translate to cold with a chance of snow. be cute if it snowed, it's just so And a, a, cr- a chance of Chris Kringle. If anybody goes, then please. Ho, 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 in his way through the, through the streets. Ho, 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 in his way through the streets. <laughs> My favourite Christmas market is Chatsworth Christmas House Market. Aye. <laughs> they don't do it there really actually I think I've been there with my grandparents in the past yeah mm. they put like a hundred Christmas trees inside the house it's really nice to walk Chatsworth around. Gardens is a beautiful experience I recommend it going and getting lost in the maze yeah, oh yeah the maze is nice yeah isn't it yeah the the Lion King Pride Rock part of it's nice no. <laughs> yeah have you been <laughs> stop it have you been to the aqueduct that's a little higher up y- yes have you, you walked to the edge of it uh, uh, what, the part where you can go underground? No. What yeah. do you mean then? What's the aqueduct? You know an aqueduct that goes above ground, like a bridge that carries water? Sure. That doesn't, that's a question mark at the end of that shore. Yeah. So I'll ask you again. Do you know what an aqueduct is? Sure. My telling of this story revolves around you knowing what an aqueduct is. All right, I'll and you're not it. inspiring confidence. I've, I've been all the way around Chatsworth Garden many times. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if it's... No, it's not in the garden, sorry. It's actually in the grounds above the garden. When you walk to, to the edge of the it... To feed the water feature. I don't actually... Know. One of these, this concrete bridge thing? Yes. So imagine that. That's chopped. not what I thought you meant. So I'm glad That's I an aqueduct. So imagine that chopped somewhere. So it just ends, juts off into nothing. Okay. They have one of those. Uh, well, Google Chatsworth Aqueduct. It'll be. It's, it's, it's rather famous, you know. That's quite a fun little thing to just trek to the edge of and give yourself a heart attack, is what I was saying. If you, you know, don't like life. Yes, I'm looking at it now. I don't know if I've actually seen that at Chatsworth. I House. would recommend hiking up to it. It's I've been around the gardens many times. I don't know if I've ever seen that part. I'm and you continue sure. going up higher afterwards, and then there's cool. a beautiful little waterfall um, coming off this rock, and then it pools, and there's a little bench there. It yeah, absolutely is magical, isn't it? I remember getting there and thinking, how is this real? And, ah. and then I Googled it, and it's all landscaped, like none of it's natural. Like the rocks are landscaped and the, the oh, river yes. and the lake, yeah, yeah. it's all specifically designed and that's why it's so incredible. Well, I'm pretty sure they've got one of them outpost buildings in Chatsworth at the very top. <laughs> I forgot what they're called. Like a tower? I forgot what they are. Some kind of tower that is just built for the sake of, I had this space and I wanted to build a tower because I had money and I wanted a tower. And now friends can come and be like, look, I have a tower. <laughs> and that's what you've got the towers Well, for. that's what they did back in those days, didn't they? Hell that's yeah, why the houses flexed. were so big, etc. They flexed. Have you ever been to the one in Rotherham, Wentworth Woodhouse? Um, no, I tend to scut around Rotherham. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Wentworth's a nice place in Rotherham, though. I used to live in a, a small village called Thorpe Hesley, which is a quiet... I've heard of that, maybe from you. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's a quiet village that I used to live in. Very quaint. Um, no, it's not that quaint. It's just quiet. There's just <laughs> lots of elderly people. Nothing happens. Oh. It's not... 
It's not as cute as it is as it, as it is quiet. Oh, I see. Um, but there's the I think it's the the widest house in Europe or something like it's got the widest house front in Europe. There's 365 rooms. That's in interesting house. because is that proportionate to its length as well? Because surely like. Chatsworth House is pretty wide, but you wouldn't think it because it's also longer than it is wide. Does this mean that this house is wider? It's wide. I think it's it the wide, technically the widest house in Europe or something. It's got the biggest front. It's not the biggest house. Exactly, but I bet there are wider houses, but they're also bigger and longer, like Chatsworth. I don't know what the exact. Sorry, I'm making life hard is. for you, but that's how my brain works. I'm going to do that now for you. When <laughs> um, I'm sure the, the listeners at home appreciate my um, my level of detail. <laughs> I've been I've been inside, and it's amazing. Of the widest house in, in in England? I can't remember, but look at it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like it's... it's oh, big, shit, no, okay, yeah. It's no, bigger than, like, like booking I house. thought you were meaning, like, a terrace house that was like, oh, let's take no, this 20. Is, no, this is like oh, no, a so giant it's, yeah, Buckingham it's a, it's Palace a mansion, looking thing. But is it real skinny? It's a square, but it's... I don't know. It's got 365 rooms. Apparently there's... I'd live here. There's miles of tunnels under the ground. Oh shit, I would live here. Secret tunnels and stuff. I would tunnel my way everywhere if I lived here. Yeah, I've been inside there. Thank you. Um, it's really nice. You, you go through... Is like, my microphone still, still yeah, safe? Yeah, good. Yeah. We're looking good. You go through the main doors and it opens up into like this big marble floored room with a giant like Greek style columns going down each side and then you walk forwards through and then there's a a white sort of marble staircase that goes up and then spirals each side back round onto itself. And then at the top, they've got a statue of a Greek god that was pulled out from under the pyroclastic floor at Herculaneum. Jesus, what? I, yeah, I stood there. I love ancient history and stuff like that, ancient stuff. So Look I stood at those colonising and doing and stealing. I was just staring with drool coming down my mouth. Wow. Went to take out my phone, so I went, no pictures. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Hey, you know what? I started reading Homer yesterday or something and that's all about um achilles and well, like homer's odyssey kind of thing. yeah you know I mean? uh, and what's the other one there's it's odyssey and iliad iliad thank you yeah yeah and i started reading it and uh, it's all about that kind of shit you might enjoy it yeah it's about heroes and inspiring yeah. um strength and yeah all this kind of stuff and mainly greek stuff i think i think he was greek and, or at least wrote about the greek yeah and some stuff about atlantis etc yeah the... yeah i'm looking forward to getting to it it's I like some, stupidly hard to read. I like some good Atlantis conspiracies in real life. I was it, in, hearing an interesting conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories the other day. Interesting. I know, it's it hard a, for my brain. A conspiracy theory inside a conspiracy theory. Yeah, a bit of an inception on the conspiracy theories. Um, which was that there was like some shit that happened. Oh, oh, this is starting very soon. I know, man. It? Listen to the science here. Yeah, part part, part Connor, one. Connor, you happened. don't know what you're talking about. Part two. Give me a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, listen. So the, there was this thing that went down. That the government, the say U.S. government, was saying, "Oh, this isn't good." Say aliens. We need to cover this up. So they said it's a conspiracy theory. It's ridiculous. And then they started releasing loads of other very obviously easily proved conspiracy theories into the world to easily just to put out off. to easily just put out this to throw off the scent yeah this very easily applicable it's a conspiracy theory thing it's faked it's doctored this that and the other to cover up a few yes. very specific things yeah well the word conspiracy theory was created by the um, CIA mein Gott they were the what my goodness oh. <laughs> literally you know, you know the, the first people to use the word conspiracy theories and to start 
the the sort of thought process around that were the CIA. Were the lizard people. Were the lizard people <coughs> themselves. The aliens. Possibly to throw people off the scent. To gaslight the human race. Shit. They're treating us like a like a dirty ex. That's not nice. Um, I do love Atlantis um, theories, though, about where the... I might visit it when my beard's long enough. What city let me Atlantis may have been. I know. Yeah. Oh, mate. I was watching some pyramid shit the other day as well, which I know you like. Some pyramid shit. Some pyramid shit. Pyramid shit. Yeah. What? Yeah, and Atlantis, that goes hard. Pyramid war. Pyramid war. Just, there's just too much... There's too much going on. There's too much going on. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world what you... in the in the past in world the, oh in the in yeah in history in antiquity it's in... just it's really interesting we yeah. don't know what's happened in the in history which was, there's there's so little evidence for well i've been happened. thinking a lot about time as well and like it's there's just there's game. no storage of time which is just interesting okay like it because it's interesting i'd want to know so much about the past like what the things were saying yeah. but it also is just so irrelevant <laughs> Irrelevant for for like so for really real reasons it is, but at the same time it's also so I don't know it's interesting. I know it? what you mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it is all it does only exist in figments of imagination. It doesn't. Yeah, it's these not days real we've got anymore. like this podcast though will will last for a long time. So this records. A moment That's strange, time. isn't it? Yeah, I like that. We'll be idiots forever. We'll be able to hear ourselves be idiots. I'll forever. be an idiot forever. <laughs> I'll try. I'm not reviewing in that. Yeah, I'll try my best. I think when we're when we're elderly we'll. Hopefully still have access to these podcasts. Oh, God, we'll love it. I hope we'll look back and smile. (laughs) From our Joe Rogan-esque thrones that we'll be on at that point. What were we talking about? At that point, we'll be be hard-selling ads every five minutes because we're for for the conglomeracy. We are ad-free, aren't we? And I I hope people appreciate this on this podcast. We are. Ad-free. So please give us a like or leave on a comment. Give us a share. Get us to the point that we can have ads. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, get nice. <laughs> get us so famous, we make the quality worse. Yay! Help us, please. We'll hire a producer first, but no, actually, no, we won't. We need ads first. <laughs> Sorry, it has to get a bit worse before it can get better. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Do we have another news? Article? We have some more news. Yeah, sure. Got? Article from Men's Health: Everything you need to know about the flexitarian diet. Um, I don't know anything about this. I don't really know anything about this. I know everything about every diet world, so it's just... So we already know it's bullshit. Kind of. Because we only know about the things that matter, as we've discussed. Can you guess what it is? Very arrogant of us. The flexi diet, did you Flexitarian. What would a flexitarian... So... What does it sound like? Eat everything and eat intuitively. A bit, yeah. As per biofeedback and also trying to not be an idiot. Um, You went... Maybe you were you were too good for it. You added too many good points. It's, oh, got, it's, it's, it's less it's less it. legit. It's less to it than you imagined. Sorry, listeners at home, don't be as legit as that. Yeah, um, I'll I'll read out the article and, um, anyway. Everything you need to know about the flexitarian diet. Eating meat has never been less popular in the UK. A study published in the Journal of Lancet Planetary Lancet Planetary Health. Oh, shit. <laughs> I wonder, what are the health of Talk about health on like, Mars? Yeah, health <laughs> yeah. On Mars. yeah exactly. <laughs> Saturn. Yeah, those healthy Martians. Saturn's got them Martians rings. need to watch their calories as well, I assume. Them curves, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Martian calories go pretty dense. <laughs> maybe, maybe if... Um, or if gravity's less. Mm-hmm. Mars is smaller, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah, don't. Quite a bit. Yeah. Is gravity less? Gravity's less, so yes, because in John Carter, when he goes there, he's, he's Oh, this is health. great evidence, yeah. No, no, it is. It's a oh, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. I mean, please continue. Barsoon, as they call it. <laughs> Is Googling gravity less? Would I be jacked AF on Mars? On is Mars. what I want to know. Yeah, you could throw is a rock for a minute on Mars. <laughs> the surface gravity on Earth. 
um, is only about, th oh, sorry, the surface gravity on Mars is only about 38% of the surface gravity on Earth. You could chip. So well, if you, no, you could, you could hop. So if you want to lose 62% of your weight, you can just move to Mars. You'd be 62% lighter. Yeah. You'd be a might go way down. And then take one of their mirrors that makes you skinnier and you've had to... You'd look exactly like an alien. Boom. <laughs> fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, and yeah, a spacesuit. Although you look like a dead alien. The Lancet Planetary Health found that the UK's daily meat consumption has fallen by 17% in the last decade. But while the public are shying away from eating meat... Oh, oh really? It's just a slight reduction, isn't it? We are not yet a nation of plant-based eaters with just 2% of the UK population describing themselves as vegan. Um, and vegan is not a plant-based diet. That's the wrong thing to say. It's Vegan's a plant-only plant diet. diet. That's it. Yeah, plant I have a plant-based diet, but I also eat lots of meat, but I eat more plants than meat. Therefore, it's a plant-based diet. Damn. Yeah. No. yeah. Um, so vegan's it, not a plant-based diet technically. Well, it is, but it's a plant-specific only diet. An omnivore's diet should still be a plant-based diet because you should still have mostly plants, basically, no matter who you are. Article continues. So if we're eating less meat, but we're not willing to go fully plant-based, just how are we eating? Well, 13% of the UK public now describe themselves as flexitarians. No, they don't, I think. Who says I this? I think they've been given a word and they go, yes, I eat everything. 13% of everybody in the public, when <coughs> asked how they eat, does not say, I am a flexitarian. <laughs> this yeah, is, not, this is, is not real. It's not a word. Is this is not real. Th people know. Maybe if you gave them a a questionnaire with only four choices, and one said vegan, one said vegetarian, one said flexitarian, and one said something else, then people would think, oh, that one's the closest to me. One said gluten-free. But yeah. it, that's not what people are calling themselves, are they? People don't say, I am a flexitarian. Do you, listeners at home, have you ever said that ever? It says all people call themselves casual vegetarians. Who says this? Who are these? It sounds obnoxious. That's a shit I mean, vegetarian. It, it's fine to be a casual vegetarian. It is fine, what, what but mean? it's not vegetarian at that point. Mm. Mom, but again, let's do, who cares like these semantics? I don't it's know. so funny. Hmm? I don't know. We don't know much, do we? The flexitarian diet can be defined in different ways. Some say that anyone who isn't either a carnivore or, sorry, either on the carnivore or the vegan diet is a flexitarian. Carnivores only meat. Right, so again, if you, if you... Uh, so if you eat any balanced... So if you're just an omnivore yeah, or normal... Or yeah, an anything eater, yeah, then apparently <coughs> you're a flexitarian. It's just this, this same, like, this 21st century... Um, fashion to just reinvent words for shit we've already got words everything. for yeah. what are you doing just label everything that's already a thing that exists Boxing, stop trying to just segment everything stop trying to put a hashtag before it put, put everyone into their own little separate boxes yeah. i am this you are that we are tribes no oh. i, I ooh, am ooh, not ooh. the same as you yeah, yeah exactly like monkey people it's very annoying isn't it <laughs> and while they're not wrong the actual diet is a little more nuanced than that um, Sarah, what? Sorry, Sasha Watkins uh, describes the diet as a flexitarian diet is a semi-vegetarian style diet of eating, where consuming more plant-based foods and less meat is encouraged. Less meat than plants, just so yeah, your so diet. a plant-based diet. Yeah, a plant-based diet. This is this is a normal diet anyway. Like even if you get the Yorkshire pudding wrap that I had. Yorkshire yeah. pudding is plant-based. Yeah, yeah, because it's made out of what wheat. It's made out of flour. Well, oh, it's got eggs in it flour technically. And... Oh it? yes, it's got eggs. I in don't it actually know what the the su substance of a Yorkshire pudding. It's the same as a pancake. Yeah, it's a pancake really in a different shape, things. basically. Mm. Uh, maybe slightly different proportions, but it's basically the same most of the time. Um, and then I've got turkey in it, sure. Mm -hmm. But then I've got potatoes. There was different vegetables in it. You know, like if you think about a Sunday dinner, you have your meat, one. Actual then you have carrots, peas, yeah. sweet corn, broccoli, 
cauliflower, mashed potatoes. That's six to one ratio. The golden ratio. Diet, yeah. Isn't that? Look at that. Well, isn't it? Even if you have a salad sandwich, even if you have a chicken salad sandwich, bread is plants and salad is plants and chicken is meat. So it's two to one plant-based to meat ratio. That's how any good diet should be, really. You should have mostly plants, but then if you want to eat meat to get your protein intake up and it makes you feel good, hmm. then do um, it. People can definitely run with that logic and get a slither of the lettuce between you know, cheesy bread and... <laughs> call themselves a flexitarian. And a hell of a lot of meat, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call themselves a vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice, that's a and cheese toasty. Yeah. Oh, oh. Here yeah. we go. Here we I'm go. A flexitarian, baby. <coughs> Health. Um, overall, I think people should do what's best for them. Um, yeah, try to enjoy life, but try not to be unhealthy. Just eat what's healthy for you. Yeah. Like, I eat, for example, I eat quite a lot of meat, um, but that's because it works well for me. You found that it does work well for you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it makes... It makes me really full and not hungry. It makes my energy levels great and stable and consistent. You do a lot of training. Yeah, it makes me perform well in the gym. Um, it makes me sleep really well. I have IBS and have certain issues with different foods, but meat is not one of them. I, I can eat unlimited meat and nothing happens. I feel excellent. I don't get bloated ever. My digestion's excellent. I never have really understood what people mean by bloated. That's never really been a thing for me. Really? I get nauseous often. Okay, so that means feeling sick, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you never feel you never got an extended bloated stomach. You ever you, you must have or eaten like, way or too like much carb bloating as well. Like you know Abdullah at the gym. Yeah, I can. He's told me before, like when he eats carbs, it, it's almost like his stomach's in his bicep. He can feel it land there, and I can see it happen to him. Like I've watched Abdullah sit down yeah. and scoff like two burgers or something, yeah. and then stand back up, and he's like, "Bro, you've just doubled in size." Yeah, like, that's it, IBS. Ah, see, like that. I've never had. I've never eaten food and felt a pump. Or any, and I've never really. No, it's not a pump. That's or anything right like thing. this. That's not the right thing. But bloating <coughs> is either due to eating too much or eating foods that are not really agreeable okay, with I don't your eat stomach. Much, yeah, and, and you must eat foods that work so. well for you, or you've got must have asbestos guts where you can just consume anything and you just fire retardant. Um, <laughs> you can fire retardant guts. He is from Yemen, so he probably smashed um, spices and pretty bullet bulletproofed his stomach a bit. Probably, probably there's there's just something. If he ate two burgers, he's always eating nice food. There's probably just something in those burgers that's just bloating him. Um, like I, I get bloated if I eat too much of. I just want a pump, kind of different types of foods. You can't bloat the biceps up, unfortunately. You, you, you must have eaten too much and and felt like extended in the stomach after eating a massive pile of food at sometimes. Only ever makes me feel sick though. You never feel like extended out in the stomach not particularly like there's too much air inside you like no never air it would just be oh my stomach's full but air no what? kind of what it feels like sometimes no um but it's been, probably been about just over two years now since i made the decision one fateful day to just never eat past the point of feeling even slightly full anymore so i'm, I'm always just slightly off being 100 percent full and it's just such a nice little European way of living. It's a healthier way of living, sure. I love it. It means there's always like scraps on my food and I'm always like coming back to it 25 minutes later. But it, yeah, it always makes me feel so much nicer. And you know what it makes especially nicer is shit food, like takeaways. You know, if you're like, take away and you smash it and then you're like, why did I do that? Yeah, because you feel sluggish. And yeah, crazy. like I'll often like, if it's very rare, but say I got a Domino's, I'd probably have like three slices and then put it down. And then touch it again in a couple hours. Yeah, spread and it's it out. never it never grogs me down because of shit like that or That's anything. That's nice. Yeah, because you're just not over consuming. Yeah, and I just I just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat until I start feeling like a little bit, and then I just put down and I just sit and wait, and I just do. I'm probably always watching something. I just do that until literally, literally my brain just goes. 
oh, food again, and then go again. And it's just, it's so nice. It's strong that you can do that. A lot of people would struggle with that. I would struggle with that. I, I like eating to the point where I'm really full. Yeah, I don't get it. It's, I've it never had time. enjoyment from it. I try and do it every day. I'm also prone <laughs> to being sick, though, so I need oh, to not be doing that's that. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, that's not why I started it. Yeah, yeah. I recommend that for people. It's a nice, healthy way of trying to live. And it doesn't, for me, necessarily mean that I get any less food, I don't think, because I just drip feed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do it that way, yeah? Yeah, it's nice. Not Everyone else hates it. They think it's rotten. They're like, because I'll, I'll literally just be halfway through a burger bitten out and then just leave it <laughs> at home like on a plate for a bit just this half eaten burger and they'll be like alright this could be it just go again if that's the way it works for you it's the way I encourage everybody to find out what works for them um, it is the way that works for me like I eat a lot of red meat for example I, for a lot of people that wouldn't work well I eat a lot of bread for a lot of people like that... mince yeah, mainly yeah, 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 yeah. steak or yeah. lean beef like beef mince enjoyable stuff um, it, it works really well for me in my digestion and my energy levels it's one of the best meals for just like getting nutrition in for specifically your kind of vocation getting big and staying lean and stuff is just like lean mince maybe even turkey mince uh, but yeah normal uh, beef mince is nice Rice, onions, and uh, the classic barbecue sauce. Hey. Slam it all together. Sounds nice. It is nice. Sounds like I need to put some vegetables in there as well. I'd need to put some. I usually just compensate by putting. Oh, actually, no, it's usually onions and peppers for me. They're a nice combo, I find. Okay, nice. After yeah. them, I start being like. My next port, of course, like courgettes, and they start getting a bit mushy for sometimes, beans, yeah. something like that. I prefer that to be more fried, you know? And then sometimes put that in a wrap, like a little burrito. Excellent behaviour. Does sound great. Mm. It does sound great. Um, I always encourage people to do whatever works well for them, um, whether it's more meat or less meat, and whether it's. I like to eat a lot of eggs. Some people don't. Some people have. I have clients that have got egg allergy, so it's not good for them. You know, stuff like it's just about finding what works well for you. You found your pattern of spreading your food out a little bit more, mm-hmm. eating the foods that work well for you. I found the pattern that works for me. I help my clients find the pattern that works for them. Food can be nice, eh? Food's nice. It's one of the best pleasures in life, isn't it? You've just got to use it wisely and yeah. make sure it doesn't get out of control. Make it's sure like you're like anything, controlling it, yeah. not it's controlling There's you. There's lots of things that are great pleasures in life, but made even more pleasurable by your ability to limit them. Yes. Yes. You're exactly right. One of the examples I use of that is um, managing your food intakes, like managing your money intake. It's like mm. managing your finances. There's some things in life you can be all or nothing at. And pe- people are naturally all or nothing. Loads of people come to me, oh, I'm an all or nothing person. Everybody's a naturally an all or nothing person. It's why we always make phones faster and cars faster and we've concreted over the entire goddamn earth. Ah. Humans always want more. We're always, all, we're always, we're doing it all. Oh, fuck it, I'm never doing that again. Crawling it's naturally what we all have. Yeah. But for some things in life, you can't do that. Like money's one of them. You can't be all or nothing with money. Like you don't want to save all your money forever because yes, yes. you'll be miserable. You never buy anything and you'll just not have a good time and you don't want to just get spend all your money all the time either you don't want all to save it all or spend it all you want to just spend some but be saving some and you're thinking about now and trying to have a holiday this year or go out for a couple of drinks on a weekend but you're also trying to save <coughs> for the future and you're trying to create this balancing act where you understand your income and you're careful with your expenditure and you're making decisions on what you think it's worth it to spend your money on for you and your preferences and your family and food's the exact same thing it's 
Yeah, priorities. Yeah, you can't be all or nothing. If you eat no food, you'll die. If you eat all of it, you'll die. Ah. So you have, you, have, you have to get. You have to balance. And it, it is. It's a. It's a cruel addiction for those that it is an addiction to. Because for most people that have an addiction, the way to stop it is to stop the addiction. Yeah, just but like stop smoking, for example. You can't exactly. Stop eating, you can can't you? stop eating. You've, you've got always to, got to go to the supermarket. You've got supermarket. to put a yeah. temptation and a measure and a you've limit got to, on your addiction. You've got to learn that balance. You have to. Yeah. There's no. Way, there's to. no way around it. It's yeah. one of these things in life. You've got to learn. And it's so much. Burgers feel a lot nicer when you. You know they're landing on a stomach with abs just very closely away from it. Like I completely agree, one thousand percent. I'll just say something on that point. The similar analogy is: imagine for maybe a listener, you, like most of our listeners are ladies. You you see some really nice shoes or a really nice bag, or even for us, maybe we see some really nice shoes or a really nice bag, or you see this nice coat and you're thinking, I really want that. Or a holiday, you're thinking, oh, I really fancy that breakaway. That'd be excellent for me. If you buy it when you're in a good financial position because you know you've got the money to spend on it, you'll feel great. Yes. If you buy it, but you you know that it's going to cause you problems later because uh, you buy this holiday, that. but you can't really afford it. Like if you eat you're this stressed. junk food, but you know you can't really afford it because your health and weight's not already where you want it to be, but you're smashing down that Domino's anyway, that's when the guilt starts because you know you're doing something that pleasures you now, but it's causing you problems later. And this is where the negativity comes. You're exactly right. When you eat food that's junk food, but you're in the position you want to be, what does it do? You can afford it. Yes. So it, there's no negative. Which is why that comes there's zero. It. There's zero point in being upset, looking at someone that's in good shape or a shape you'd like to be in, um, that's scoffing down a burger and thinking, "Well, see, it's unfair because they can get away with it because you've no idea if that person's run to that burger from five miles away to, to sit down and specifically be able to afford it." So no, reverse that. Looking inside and look at what you're doing wrong. You're exactly right. I'm sorry, it doesn't work. Yeah. The lady I mentioned earlier, Andrina, sent me a message a couple mm-hmm. of days ago. She's one of my clients. She sent me a message saying she saw this post online or she was listening to this podcast or something and then she didn't suddenly just realise this, but she said she realised it a little more strongly and in reality than she maybe thought about it before. She realised suddenly that most people who are slim are actually putting in effort to be slim. Oh my God. And I said that's true. That's a correlation. Yeah, because you, it's like what you said. A lot of people who are overweight, they look at people who are slim and they think, oh, it's it's unfair for me or it's easier for them or it's that they've got... I've got some kind of problem or deficit where I can't do that, but that person, they can do it because they're different to me. And that's not usually the case. It's, there's not many people that are just slim by accident. No. It's usually very practical, explanatory things that, that maybe are, but that maybe then you can complain about that some people have luckier. But again, it's a version of luck, such as they have a more active job. Correct. They have to get up and travel further to work. It's like, or have they designed their lifestyle in a way that lends it to being a little healthier? Have you designed a lifestyle that gets you to your car in the morning and then to your desk job? You know? <laughs> yes, I, I, I do exactly understand. Yeah, I said I said this to Andrina as well. It's a, It can be a good thing, and people won't mind you doing this if you see these people who are slim. If you just say to them, hey, Sally, you're, you're slim all the time. You're looking great always. So I just wondered, do you do anything specific to like try and stay slim? And most people will not say, no, I do fuck all. I eat Domino's every day and I yeah, do jack shit. I just do whatever. Some people might, but they're probably being hyperbolic. They're probably exaggerating. But most people are not going to say, oh, I just do whatever and I'm just always like this. Most people will say, oh, no, I walk a lot. Or they'll say, oh, I go to the gym a couple of times per week. Or they'll say, oh, after every weekend, I make sure Monday to Wednesday I eat mostly mm-hmm. salads. They'll have something that they recognize and they do themselves. Or that if, they, if they eat a big meal, a lot of people skip a meal. Stuff like that's a common one that I've just seen just average general population people who are slim all the time, skipping a meal here and there. Yeah. Um, they've, they've developed these tactics on their own. They're doing something. 
to keep them that way. I, I try and remind my members about this, about me, uh, because I, I feel like some of my members sometimes... Just think that you're shredded and you just... just... Oh, it's easy for you because you've always been slim. Well... That's what they think now. But... No, because if I'm if you see me on video after year after year after year and I'm always the same level of body fat and always the What's same level of slim, I'm managing my calorie intake correctly all the time. Yeah. If I ever started overeating by any significant amount, I'd be putting on pounds like anybody else. I just don't. I overeat a little bit sometimes and then I undereat and counter for it again. And then I go out for a, a few drinks or a restaurant meal, but then I eat healthier for either Is that what we were talking about? It's like that point that you would be at if you had lost a lot of weight and you get to where you want to be. You just micro fluctuate up and down exactly. between indulgence and enjoyment and, exactly. uh, and, and hard work and just working it. Like earlier this week, I went to Sainsbury's. I got these four triple chocolate so they're like the cookies like dark chocolate with did. like different chocolates in yeah four cookies the taste the difference ones they're really good i got all four of them stacked them one on top of the other on a plate put it in the microwave 45 seconds the middle becomes melted got three You're scoops of ice cream put person. it on top and then ate that as a giant How four stacked cookie dough way more than 1500 good man ate all How your arms looking the same good lad but because I did that on maybe Wednesday. Monday, mm -hmm. Tuesday, I definitely ate healthy. Thursday, Friday, it's now Saturday. I've eaten no junk food since. Not like, oh, a couple of snacks in between. Ah, uh, I just, oh, I'll have one. Shall I? No, fucking no. I have absolutely none of it. Yeah, you know when you're God, leaning no. in and going, oh, I'm bad, aren't I? Oh, I'm bad. Yes, you are. You're going to die. Oh, I'll sneak a Put little bit of this. Or I'll just have a couple of biscuits. Yeah. No, there's none of this bullshit. I'm having a cup of tea, no. like, so you can't. There's no. me exercising today. There's me exercising tomorrow. There's me eating healthy every single goddamn meal eating vegetables I, I even skipped I've skipped breakfast the next morning that probably cut me out five or six hundred yeah. calories straight away yeah there are walk. always choices you can make to promote something that means that your lifestyle is a little healthier and if for some reason there isn't you can always fall back on the most important thing which is that you're eating food one way or another you, you've essentially gotten where you're at because of the food you're eating not because of how little you're moving and so that is always something that you can address you can always eat less if you're good at eating a lot of food all we're asking you to do is do is be better at doing a little less of that <laughs> you know like it's it's you're already doing the same thing don't change anything just do yeah, a bit you, less of it. You can, for calorie reduction and weight loss, leave all the foods in your diet exactly the same and just cut the total volume down by like 20%. And you'll, It's a dumb you'll move. It's a, a half-assed sort of like kind of sub, submit, submitting to failure almost from the start because you're not trying to change your lifestyle away from the lifestyle that's led you to this point. You're trying to fix the problem. You, you know, it's not recommended. You do need to... Yeah, what, you mean it's not recommended to just no. eat the same food but slightly less? No, like... It's I, not I've, the best tactic I've had ever. clients in work. the past um, that were lovely ladies but I had big issues with because they were both... Um, spending a lot of time sort of sitting around doing not not too much with their days and and with this they they like when they ate they were like oh i've, I've only had 600 calories today and they were dropping and they were having like a cup of soup and like a a ham sandwich like a day or something like that and then like three packets of crisps yeah and obviously coming in losing weight but like gray in the skin and oh like not, not healthy not healthy and i'm oh, like ladies yeah every day every day i see i see them like what twice a week it used to be yeah. ladies this isn't gonna work you're getting leaner yes but look at us doing exercise we're getting through a couple of squats and you're nearly passing out it's not it's good. not long-term sustainable either and because they didn't, they didn't have good. anything to do in the day to sort of test these theories anything to look after jobs to do anything like this 
there's no real way of testing that theory, but so obvious to see that they were just malnourished. And uh, yeah, what what good. I always try and teach people is that the the calories above or below your your own personal maintenance level, so the calorie deficit you do or don't create, determines the weight loss. But the foods that you eat determine other health markers and yes. impacts, and how easy it is to actually create that calorie deficit. Because it's it's easier at, it's easy at first to not really change any of your foods and to just cut down your food volumes a little bit, and it'll work. The weight will start coming down, like you said. But if you're not eating much protein and you're not getting any fruits and veg or vitamins and minerals into your really diet, just dead food. You're just eating small volume food. You're going to be hungry. Your craving is going to be going wild because you're eating too much junk every single day. So your body's just expecting all this high fat, high yeah. sugar food. Like they're definitely. All the time. Let's take good. like um like them rice cracker snacks or something yeah. that you can get like two two or three of them in for like 150 calories versus like if you wanted to find like a Mars bar for 150 calories it'd be this big tiny yeah it'd be one of those it'd be one of those oh look a celebrations Mars bar yeah Yeah. you know (laughs) like these are the smarter moves when we're talking oh I don't I like this to have a snack here and there have your little snack but don't be a dickhead about it yeah I'm saying I'm not saying don't snack I'm saying don't be a fool (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. makes sense you know you know decisions can still be made (laughs) yeah completely agree last one then we'll skip a few news articles i just thought we'd move on to this one because we were talking about abs and we'll just maybe do a short summary article in men's health the dumbbell lateral crawl is the best move you're not doing for six-pack abs do you know what a dumbbell lateral crawl is i hope it's not that side bend shit it's not i actually didn't know what it was from the name either it's literally imagine you're on all fours Mm. like you're on you're on your knees basically and your hands are also on the floor yeah and then you take a dumbbell from one side and in one hand and you pass it over to the other hand not sometimes in a plank position but Mm -hmm. in the picture it showed it was on all fours like tabletop position so not even in a plank position firstly let's just agree this is stupid this is not on a plank that is difficult it's hard in a way that yeah, like do a thirty burpees is difficult. Yeah, it's still not the best way to build abs. So I just what did it say? What did it claim? Sorry, the dumbbell lateral crawl is the best move you're not doing for six pack abs. Mm. It probably it is a move people are not doing because it's mm. not good. <laughs> I, don't, I know why they're not doing it. I don't know if it's the best move you're not doing out of all the shit exercises. The is people it the, are is doing. It the least shit? Jesus Christ, where can I start with? I Maybe know. start training legs, fellas. <laughs> so instead of that, instead of this, no. I just wanted to talk to you about what do you think is good for core training? What do you think is good for... All right, if we're barking up that kind of tree... Six-pack ab tree. Okay, well, let's, let's bark or up... Or nice a... core in general. Uh, it, or you, might, you might be a lady that's not looking for six-pack abs, but you're just looking for a really nice, slim, tight core. Yeah, mm. okay. Within all of those parameters, but also kind of similarly close to what they were trying to get to, if you did like a hollow body hold or a hollow body plank and then some rocks. So a hollow body is a gymnastics position, which essentially what you're looking at is if you were to look at someone from the side. Stood up or what? Yeah, whatever. Just from the side, stood up, laid down, whatever. Their back kind of profile of their back. You know how it's usually got like a natural kind of minimal S shape to it. Yeah. The bottom of the lumbar comes out slightly and then back into the head. back bends in a bit. Yeah. Shoulders bend out a bit. What you'd be looking for in... uh, Whatever I just called it. What did I just call it? Oh my God. What do you mean? <laughs> what was the exercise I just said it was called? Uh, hollow body, oh, sorry. So, no, is sorry, when it's like a very global curve. And that means, no, it's just the same angle all the way around. So you're specifically rounding your spine on purpose a bit, you mean? Very, very minimal round, but yeah, like a slight Like, like as if you'd done an ab crunch. Yes, and then extended your upper back. Okay. Does that make sense? A bit, yes. Yeah, so you're doing thoracic extension and lumbar tucking. 
It's okay. very difficult in the brain. And that is like a very perfectly safe core position. If you found that position, which if you're doing like a plank, and a lovely way to check for that is you do this thing side on in a mirror. And then if you look in the mirror, the t-shirt will hang down. And if you've got like a dip in your lower back where you would like, say if you could like rest a ball there, that's no bueno. You want to tilt those hips so that that's like a gradual surface. So it looks like a carb on it from like the back of your neck to like your- A nice steady curve. Yes, a nice global steady curve. And then kind of push the floor away from you, the elbows, and you'll feel an excellent contraction. In yeah, your I've heard that called and then, an then RKC maybe, plank. Yeah, and then maybe add some movement to that from side to side, make, tilting the hips. And then if so long as there's core stability, i.e. there's no actual movement there, you're just yeah. rocking from side to side, um, that will that will be an excellent. I've done a lot of core training in my time, and I do that hollow body while I'm doing um, the ab roller. Yes, yes, that's I, it. I, I sort of exactly round right. the upper back a little bit and create this like slight curve to the upper back to stop the lower back flexing down. That's exactly right. Yeah, and then roll the ab roller out and then roll it back. And and it's it, and really it hard. Oh, it's super it's hard. It's really hard. <clears throat> it's super hard to do right like that. I remember when I first did that, was probably with you at the gym back before I knew how to train properly and really hurt my lower back doing mm -hmm. it because I've forever had a really, well, before I knew what I was doing, had a messed up lower back. And yeah, it was because I would do it with my back just so arched and it would just, as, as opposed to relying on the muscles on the other side of my spine, I would just let my spine sit on its it, joints. Your bones like yeah. rotate into each other. So And just sit on like structural support, which is not, not the best thing to not do. Not that nice. No, it's not the best out. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I like that exercise though. Hollow body, if you were to YouTube hollow body planks, hollow body holds, Hollow body holds are hard as well. That's where that's like an inverse plank. Yeah. So you do it on where you're facing up and you're kind of looking for nothing other than the small of your back to touch the floor. Mm -hmm. And then you point your toes and your arms behind you yes. and rock forward and backwards. That's there. how I do leg raises Intense. as well. Tense. I can't I can't actually do them. <laughs> yeah, I do leg raises with only the lower back <coughs> yeah, and the arms the head and then yeah, don't be making that dumb triangle with your hands and putting it under your no, fucking lower back when you're doing no, leg do raises. I'll come in and fly and kick you in the teeth. Not yeah. you, anyone. Yeah, people plug the gap in the lower back, don't they, with their hands rather I'll come than in just... like like Tyrone, that, that internet guy that's just everywhere, and I'll, I'll knock you out for doing dumb exercises. That's going to be me. The best way to flatten the lower back on the floor, in my opinion, when people do that, is just to get people to do a crunch, and then it just flattens the lower back. Yeah. Like a crunch and a, and, a, and a leg tuck. Yeah. If you like pull the knees towards you, and then yeah. say, like, feel your spine touching the floor. Yeah. Don't let it and, and it's, it's got to, because if somebody's upper back is off the floor, and their feet are yeah. off the floor, if their lower back was off the floor, they'd be floating. Oh, look, and that's that. not possible, is it? Are you Jesus? So, so, yeah, so as you no. pull the feet and the head up like that, your lower back's got to touch the floor. Abs are engaged, and then you just got to say to them, right, now I need you to caterpillar everything back out, Accept that. <laughs> hold that. Let the knees drop back. Let the shoulders come back to the floor. Hold that position, and now you have a core. Quite hard to do it right, isn't it? It is hard to do it right, but it's pretty important to teach before you get someone on like under a bar to squat or mm -hmm. something like that. Make sure the spine's in a good. Yeah, place. and then what you want to do is kind of get them in that position. Um, I can briefly demonstrate this. Sure. If you get them in that position on the floor, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not <laughs> breaking the guitar. Not the smooth smooth. <laughs> Um, in this position here and clamp down and then you get the knees to come slightly further away from your body than where the hips are. What that does is applies load yep. to the core and then if the hands are here, that's an excellent position to then teach someone to then breathe and lock in and take a deep breath exactly how you would want to to do a squat or a deadlift or anything uh, that kind of needs that kind of powerful 
bracing to start with uh, as a nice foundation. Mm -hmm. So for the PTs out there or anyone just trying, that's an awesome warm up to prime yourself for strength like that. Sounds good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, for me, in terms of ab training and people looking to get a nice core, part one is uh, be slim enough that your core can actually be slim enough, yep. if that makes sense. If you've got body fat around your waist that's extra than you want and you can grab it and like if you just feel around on your sides and stomach and you can grab this body fat. If you, if you can grab <coughs> any thickness to it, it's not skin. Like some people say, oh, I'll never, my abs will never look good. Um, ladies say this to me all the time. Oh, my abs will never look good because I've got too much skin. Yeah. And I said, if you had, if you had skin, like, it's pinch like pinch the back of your hand. Look that's up. what skin exactly. Feels yeah, like. yeah. You can touch. You can kind of nearly touch your other finger through yeah. the other side. That's of it. skin. Or if you look at my forearm. Well, even there, yes. like if you go to the meaty part of your hand, that's not even skin. No, anymore. that's that's that body becomes, fat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, right on if, the back of the If part. when you grab any of your self, if there's like a thickness and you can't almost if not touch your other finger through mm -hmm. the other side it's not skin you've got body fat there it can be lost you will slim down more than this if you yeah one to. day you'll die and you'll be a skeleton and somewhere between oh, now yeah, and then like that fat will it will go will go it will, <laughs> so there's a there's a there's a, a middle point in there that you could get to <laughs> <laughs> so eat healthy bring the actual body weight down get actually slim enough mm -hmm. so that you've got rid of all that chunk that's on and then do what um, in my opinion, there's three main sort of versions of ab exercises. You mentioned one, and I call it plank varieties yes. as like just an exercise category. Just any versions of planks are decent that work for you. Side planks fine, normal planks fine, moving planks are fine. That side whole planks are fine. really nice. Yeah, that's fine. Ab roller, I count that as a side plank variety and stuff like that. Any like ab holding, basically holds. That's like isometric. St yeah, static, core stability static holding. Stuff. Yeah, that's that's just cool and very specific for powerlifting, and it about stops there. It maybe has a little less aesthetic character. I agree. It's not very good for actually muscle building the abs because it's muscle building is more about for moving the muscles. Yeah. It is good for keeping a tight, strong core, though, helping lower back pain, helping you position. Carrying over exercise. for other exercises. I still think it's worth doing, even in general population clients, at least a little bit. Absolutely. It's probably overemphasized on beginners. Like a lot of poor PTs will get like beginners doing a lot of planks and well, stuff. Well, planks can go away but that's because they're taught wrong what needs to be taught is specifically that hip position that hollow body kind yeah, of thing body that's what needs to be taught and then applied to whatever plank kind of exercise you've been saying mm -hmm. a roll out a plank a ball stir the part a side plank whatever it is it's that position that needs to be known the only time I ever give beginners planks is if they're not actually strong enough to do a proper crunch or a leg raise for like right. ab training, then I'll revert back to plank. But apart from that, it's not really something I use too much. Then there's crunch varieties. Any any version of crunches is good for building up the top of the abs a little bit. Just small movement, not too much extension or flexion, just a little bit of movement, a little bit of training, a little bit of pressure on the core there. And then there's leg raise varieties, which I think are really nice. I think leg raises are probably the best. I think so, yeah. I th well, leg raise, the variation I do with a leg raise has a slight kind of start initiation of like a straight arm pull down to it mm -hmm. um, and therefore a crunch as well yeah. which is definitely an advanced version it is harder to do yeah but that is talking like, about hanging that off that just makes it every bit of ab that you could imagine you're talking yeah. about hanging off a bar yeah and yeah. doing like a slight straight arm pull down as if you're going to almost transition into a lever yeah. yeah yeah so i start people usually off on floor leg raises with like that technique with like the bit of a crunch and keeping the lower back flat on the floor like we said build them up there while um they're working on lat pull downs and pull-ups and not for core but for normal training they'll be working on their grip strength and dead hanging and pull-ups and rowing and then when their grip gets strong enough that they can actually hang for like more than a couple of seconds then i'll start <coughs> moving them over to like hanging knee raises 
sometimes captain chair knee raise. Yes, and then like hanging leg raises, captain chair leg raises. You can make those so hard. Yeah. I love it. I've had so many times blokes come up to me in the gym and go, uh, "Mate, uh, I've been doing leg raises on this chair over here for a while now. I can do about 50 I'm wondering if there's a way to make it harder. I don't just want to add weight, you know. Mm. And then going over and watching them do it and been like. Yeah, man, that's cool. You're doing a nice exercise there. And then just showing them how to do that hip position. Do the proper technique. Start with the feet out in front, no momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breathe and exhale on the way up and catch yourself on the way down. And honestly, a nice teaching them. Pause as well, yeah, set you on fire. Teaching them this technique and crunching into it yeah. as well. Not having your upper back on the thing. You'll do two not sets of 10 back. and then cry. Honestly, not even 10. Like, yeah, they're <laughs> like, oh my God, that's an actual exercise. I've never done that before. And, yeah. like, and yet you've been here for a while. Yeah. One of my favorite ab exercises is chair, like in the captain's chair knee raises. So in, when you're in the supported chair, mm -hmm. but with a dumbbell between the feet mm -hmm. and then pulling the knees up. So it, more like a hip. Yeah, and, like a, a hip and it has to exercise. be a pull of the knees rather than a, a swing of the hips. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no movement of the upper body. I'm trying yeah. to work the hip flexors specifically and like a bit of the groin muscles as well as a bit of the abs as well yeah, when doing that. that. Yeah, strengthen up all the like hip area. Really, really nice. So I encourage people to just get slim. Um, do do crunch some crunch variety that works for you maybe once a week. Do some kind of leg raise mm -hmm. variety that works for you once a week. I, I tell you one again. I'm talking more function than aesthetic at this point, but I really like unilateral uh, like carry stuff. Oh yeah, like kettlebell carries uh, either loaded on the shoulder, too much, but I understand, like holding yeah. a kettlebell on one shoulder and going yeah. for a walk or. What's really nice is suitcase, suitcase carry, carry down yeah. at the side. And you know what I've learned to do, which gives me, I don't know if it's anatomically better or if it's just a better mind-muscle connection, but either way, that's a strong enough argument for better, um, is putting my other hand on like the back of my neck like I was sexy and letting my elbow <laughs> be in the air. And I don't know, just putting my scapula in that position, it means... I'm not sure what it means, but it means that I just get a much better connection and understanding of my obliques. I feel super tight when I'm walking. I would imagine your other arms not counterbalancing as much on this side. Definitely, if you're doing actually, this, yeah, that could be a part of it. It's like moving your center of gravity slightly over, so you're having to brace hard, and you're making yourself narrower. It's really nice than... to pop the lat out as well and like brace into yeah, the serratus with it. it yeah, tense the serratus and then kind of lock in. Well, if you do that, you get a good crunch there. Maybe it's the lat as well. You can feel at that point. Yeah, you put in the, the, support the, the muscles, shoulder in extension. Yeah. Wow, science, eh? Yeah. I think that's news of the week. What do you think? I think that's news of the week, man. Yeah, because I need the loo. So Beautiful. Any final words from you, sir? Uh, no, we don't have an outro tune. So. No, we don't. Sorry, sorry, chaps. You usually say pip pip. I do usually say pip pip. That's cute, me, isn't it? I'm not saying it this time. All right, then. I'm not going to say something else. Bye. <laughs>